Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, service family members. My beloved, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's classic book, Morning and Evening. My beloved, this is the podcast. This is episode number 577. We're at Malachi chapter 3 verse 2. The Holy Bible reads, But who may abide the day of his coming? And who shall stand when he appeareth? For he is like a refiner's fire, and like Fuller's soap. Ladies and gentlemen, I have read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord. His first coming Dr. Charles Spurgeon expounds without external pomp or show of power and yet in truth there were few who could abide its testing might. Herod (coughs) and all Jerusalem with him were stirred at the news of the wondrous birth. Those who supposed themselves to be waiting for him showed the fallacy of their professions by rejecting him when he came. His life on earth was a winnowing fan which tried the great heap of religious profession. And few enough could abide the process. But what will his second advent be? What sinner can endure to think of it? He shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked. When in his humiliation he did but say to the soldiers, I am he, they fell backward. What will be the terror of his enemies when he shall more fully reveal himself as the I am? His death shook earth and darkened heaven. 
What shall be the dreadful splendor of that day in which, as the living Savior, he shall summon the quick and dead before him? Oh, that the terrors of the Lord would persuade men to forsake their sins and kiss the Son, lest he be angry. Though a lamb, he is yet the lion of the tribe of Judah, rending the prey in pieces. And though he breaks not the bruised reed, yet will he break his enemies with a rod of iron and dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. None of his foes shall bear up before the tempest of his wrath or hide themselves from the sweeping hail of his indignation. May God help them. But his beloved blood-washed people, those who are saved, those who are born again, not religious, but born again and saved by the grace of God to the point that they have a new nature on the inside of them, filled with the Holy Spirit of God who drives them to do what is right. Look for his appearing with joy and hope to abide it without fear. To them he sits as a refiner even now, and when he has tried them they shall come forth as gold. Let us search ourselves this afternoon and make our calling and election sure, so that the coming of the Lord may cause no dark forebodings in our mind, our hearts, our souls, and our spirits. Oh, for grace to cast away all hypocrisy and to be found of him sincere and without rebuke in the day of his appearing. Glory be to God. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We praise you and we thank you for this deep and good reminder. For those who are not saved, we pray, Lord, that you will save them. Religious, but lost. Serving in the church, but not saved. Thousands, evidently millions, are like that. And you will say to them one day, instead of, Well done, my good and faithful servant, you will say, I never knew you you workers of iniquity. So Lord, help people as you have just uh, encouraged us to make their uh, election and their salvation sure, to examine themselves and see whether or not they be in the faith. Open blinded eyes, unstop deaf ears, save those in the church and save those out of the church, the religious, and what the pastor in Columbus, Georgia, uh, called the irreligious.
open blinded eyes and unstopped deaf ears and help them to see and hear the gospel and get saved today. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Now ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, if you're not here, or rather if you are here with us today and you're not saved, you need In the words of Dr. Tony Evans, uh, go ahead and get that taken care of. Because it has been taken care of by God and Jesus. You need to do your part and get that taken care of by believing in Jesus Christ. Glory be to God. I want you to be saved today. I want you to get saved, whoever you might be. Lay aside your pride. You people in the church, don't worry about what people are going to think. I thought she was saved. I thought he was. Don't worry about that. Get your soul saved from hell. They're still going to hell if they're talking like that. They're lost. We shall know them by their fruits over time. So if you want to be saved from the church and outside of the church, I got saved from being raised in the church with a dad as a Baptist preacher, a mother as a Pentecostal preacher, and I was lost and on my way to hell and did not even know it. And then got saved in spite of the church, outside of the church, in a dorm room in the United States Air Force when I was 19 years old, and my life has never been the same. And God can do that for you too. And then called to preach over the past 42 years. And everybody who knew me knew I had cursed and swore that I would never be a preacher like my dad. I hated my dad for no reason other than the fact he was a Christian and a preacher. And I bore his name. Hated him. could not stand my dad because of that fact. And I did everything I could to prove that I was against him. I did everything I could uh, to uh, hurt him. And yet he still loved me because of Christ in his heart. And he was so happy. One day I got saved in the Air Force and I wrote back and told them. All the religious folk, they were not that happy for me. They never even commented on it. They, they, they are like that, that uh, they hated me for it. Did not encourage me in it. When I tried to witness to them, uh, they had an attitude about it. All the religious folk in my family, friends, uh, 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 whoever. But my dad, he was happy for me. <clears throat> and became, uh, if you will, my biggest fan when it came down to, when he saw me going around the world preaching the gospel, he was just, he marveled at what God had done in my life. 
And so, if God can save me, if Jesus can save me, he can save you. And if you want to be saved today, first, dear friend, whether you are already in the church or not, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's law. The Holy Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And we all have sinned. Nobody is better than anybody else. We all have done evil in God's sight. In fact, we, are, we have a sinful nature, which means we are a sin factory. If it is not curtailed and stopped by Jesus, the Holy Ghost of God, and the Word of God, and the blood of Jesus, we'll do anything. And people have done anything. And it gets worse and worse. It keeps on going. That's why uh, God has to step in. That's how bad sin is. Such sins as lying, they create a whole uh, different world once you start telling a lie and lying about things. You got to lie about it for the rest of your life. Always looking over your shoulder. Always worried that somebody's going to catch you in your lie. You lie so much you believe the lies yourself and then you forget the lies you told and then you make up new lies. That's, that's the problem with sin. It metastasizes. It gets worse. Lust. Lusting after people. And things. Gets worse if you keep on doing it. Stealing. Gets worse if you keep on doing it. It gets bigger and bigger. You steal little things. You steal candy. From the candy store. From the grocery store. And then you one day you're going to rob... A whole bag of groceries from the grocery store. And then you're going to try to rob a bank. I saw some people getting their due the other day. Uh, they went in to try to do a crash bang on a jewelry store. And the children of the owners beat the daylights out of them. That's a good for them. And dishonoring your father and your mother, disobeying your father and mother, having a bad attitude towards them, <clears throat> being hateful. I was so glad to hear that Megan Markle is going to see her father finally after four years. Uh, children forget, uh, young adults forget what their parents have done for them to get them to where they are. And she forgot. And now he has had a stroke and can't speak. And, and now she's going to go and see her father, which she should. But let that be a lesson to you. Whatever you know you need to do, go ahead on and do it. Don't wait. Because it may get too late. And then, my beloved, how about the sin of offending God? by taking his name in vain. I want you to know, those of you who love to do it, the old my blank thing, God is not pleased with that. You need to stop saying that. And you need to stop saying, 
it, it is more respectful, but stop saying uh, OMG. You don't need to be putting God's. Uh, let me just say with Will Smith in a good way keep the name of God out of your mouth unless you are praising Him. Okay? <laughs> you may not think He's upset about it. He does not like it. He does not. He's not pleased with that. Okay? Just because you have not heard that in a long time. See, we were taught that when we were little children. Don't, don't say, don't say God's name in vain. And he, God is not going to hold you guiltless either. See? Unless you get saved and confess your sins and repent of your sins and get your sins under the blood. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty for sin. The Bible says in Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death. We die because of sin. Plain and simple. We don't die because of cancer. We do not die because of... Uh, listen, you, you need to fear sin more than sickness, my beloved. Your sin in your life. I know you don't want to hear it. I know most preachers don't preach on it anymore. But look at the church. The church is in a total mess. The church has been destroyed. Not by God, but by uh, us. As we know it, thank God for the remnant, the faithful few, the true church. The gates of hell will never prevail against it. The church, the true church marches on. The fake, phony, hypocritical, uh, 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 corrupt church is in name only a church. Sin is destructive in our lives, in our families, and in our churches. So, car crashes don't kill you. Diseases don't kill you. Sin kills you. The wages of sin is death. Death is a punishment. Is not uh, a wonderful uh, interest, entrance into something new unless you're saved. Isn't, death is not a part of life. Death is the end of life. It is the first punishment for sin. Uh, in our lives. And God wants you to know that if he will allow you to die because of your sins, God will allow you to go to hell, to spend eternity there for your sins if you refuse to believe on his son, Jesus Christ, who paid your sin debt. Because because you must understand, sin must be paid for. It's going to be paid for in this life, and it's going to be paid for via death, and it's going to be paid for in hell 
unless you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day by the power of God, and went through hell for you. It's up to you. <clears throat> but sin must be paid for. And it has been paid for by Jesus. For you. That's the good news. The bad news is that you're on your way to hell. I, I, I hear you preach. I'm going to do it later on. But right now you're on your way to hell. See, And you could die today. That has been shown to you over the past few weeks. Old black people walking in the grocery store, which is a pleasure for old black people and old white people. It's a pleasure. That's just one of the pleasurable things. Some, it's not only a pleasurable thing, it's a needful thing. But those who love life and everything, they, they find that to be very pleasurable. You're going through the aisles and picking up little stuff that you've never had before and you're going to try it and all of that. It's just fun stuff. It's all the people were doing and uh, a man filled with the devil killed them in the grocery store. Mm -hmm. And do not think this cannot happen to you. It's only by the grace of God it has not happened to you yet. Beautiful angelic little children looking like angels, smart as a whip. Every last one of them. They had the, the light of life in their eyes. Beautiful children. I, I was very, I'm very impressed with these children. And for you, it's like a father said, for, for this man to see this beautiful face and kill her is beyond me. You know why it's beyond me? Because the man is, was demon-possessed to do that. Oh, he had an accessory. As some people are saying, yeah, it was the devil. The devil possessed him. The devil controlled him to do that. So, uh, please don't delude yourself. You can die anywhere today. You don't have to be in the Ukraine war. You don't have to be down in the hood. You can be in a beautiful, scenic, peaceful little town called Uvalde. Sitting in your classroom. And one of the reasons why parents still send their children to Elementary school, middle school, uh, and, 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 and high school, and all that is, is not, and not homeschool the children, which I prefer that they do. I homeschool all of my children. I had my wife to do most of it. But I was the principal. You know why they do it? Because of the memories we all have of being in a normal elementary school where we never worried about a monster coming in and shooting us. That's why. That's why they do it. They want their children to have the same experience. I understand it. I get it. But we can't do that today. You need to bring your children home. That school needs to be closed down, my friend. Nobody should ever sit. None of these kids should ever sit in that school again. And they're going to try to put those children right back in that school. Come fall. The devil is alive. I plead with you not to do that. 
raise it to the ground. Excuse me. I just noticed something. Tear it down. Don't put it in the same spot. Put it someplace else. Build a wall around it if you're going to continue to do that. One black man said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to stand God. He was, he's a veteran. I'm going to stand God. At my child's school. I, I, I would make it, uh, try to make it easy on them and, and tell them just bring your child home. Don't put your child in that dangerous situation. But back to the subject of where you're going, if you do not repent and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. Thirdly, dear friend, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell right now as I speak. In other words, I believe all of those children went to heaven, every last one of them. And I hope that uh, the people in uh, Buffalo, of all places, went to heaven. Only God knows. But I believe all of those children went to heaven. That's what I believe. They did not go to hell because of their age. But here's what hell is all about according to one of the great sermons by Jesus Christ, the greatest preacher of all time. And he preached more on hell than anybody else in the Bible. And sadly, he has preached more on hell than most preachers living today. That's a fact. Most preachers don't preach on hell. That's why half of them have already quit, as I predicted they would. Jesus Christ said in Matthew 18, 8, Wherefore, if thine hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off, and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life, halt, or maimed. That's how hell, uh, that's how bad hell is. Jesus is saying it's better for you uh, to cut your hand off, to cut your leg off, your foot off rather, and, you, and pluck out your eye. Then they go to hell, go to heaven, maimed, rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Because that's where you're going, to everlasting fire because of your sin, because you have broken God's Ten Commandments, and God is not pleased, he's not happy. In fact, the Bible says God is angry with the wicked every day. Because they're destroying their own lives that he gave them with sin and disobedience. Adultery, fornication, stealing, lying, homosexuality. The fearful and unbelieving and the abominable are going to hell. And murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death that's found in the Bible, in the book of Revelation. Just to name some of the sinners and their sins who are going to the lake of fire. So my dear friend, hell is bad news. 
But I have some good news for you. Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Just believe in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross to pay your sin debt. That is good news. You can go free if you believe in him. He suffered, he bled, and he died, was buried, and rose from the dead by the power of Almighty God for you so that you can live forever with him for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life get saved today my dear friend before it is eternally too late pray and ask him to come into your heart today and he will save your soul he will for Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. You say, preacher, why do you do that, sir? so many times uh, saved from what saved from here because I did not know I was in church all of my life from the time I was born how you know you was in church the, the whole, from the time you were born because I can see right now as a little boy maybe two three four couldn't have been no more than that five six I guess I don't I can see in my mind's eye right now a stained glass window at St. Paul's Disciples Church in New York city right now sitting in the pew this is the angle the stained glass windows over here the pulpit and everything's over here I can't remember all the details but I can't remember my mother uh, pinching me if I moved around too much and I can remember my mother giving me some juicy fruit gum or spearmint gum to keep me quiet I remember that to this day But I was, I was lost all of those years going to church every Sunday because my mother made us go. And that's a good thing. But I was lost. And I didn't even know there was a hell. <clears throat> I heard people say, go to hell and curse with the word hell. But I never believed or thought that there was a real hell and I didn't know I was going there. And if I had died as a young person before I got saved, I would have died and gone to hell and, and, and had to tell Peter or somebody that, yeah, I was in church all my life. And they would have told me, boy, that's, that, that's not going to get it. And I would be in hell right now like my neighbor, friend, Junior. So that's why I asked that question. 
and then I tell you that uh, you can go to heaven if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. So dear friend, do that right now. Choose Christ. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ with all of your heart. Be sincere about it. Believe that he suffered. Believe his gospel that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins. And for mine and for everybody's. Everybody's a sinner. That includes the Pope, the Dalai Lama, as well as Joel Osteen, the pastor of the largest church in America. They need to be saved too. They need to get saved too. They're not. So believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Everybody needs to do that. To be saved and to go to heaven instead of going to hell. And by the way, God does not want you, obviously, to go to hell. He's not trying to put you in hell. You're putting yourself in hell by not believing in his son, Jesus Christ. Actually, God and Jesus want you to go to heaven more than you want to go. So trust in him as your savior today. Follow me in the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I acknowledge and I admit that I am a sinner and that I've done evil in your sight repeatedly. I've sinned against you repeatedly. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. And please forgive me of all of my sins. my failures and my faults. As I now, the best way that I know how, believe in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins. Was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Now, Lord, I admit I don't understand it all, but I do believe it all. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul today. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change. Help me to repent of my evil ways and to follow you in the new life, Lord Jesus Christ. For it is in your holy name I do pray, amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart, in the Lord Jesus Christ. That he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day by the power of God. Allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. 
for more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ. Go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Now, dear friend, if you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email us immediately at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. As someone let us know this morning, uh, someone giving the name of the person who wrote in and said they got saved. And we give God the praise. You can do the same. Let us know. So we can rejoice with you and pray for you. For we have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well. And we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior as he did, here is how you can be saved from the hell to come and walk with the Lord morning and evening in this life until you go to that wonderful place called heaven when you die. First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's laws. The Holy Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty. There is a punishment for sin always. The Holy Bible says in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. Third, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell right now. If you have never trusted, if you have never believed on the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, if you have never received his free gift of salvation, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, Jesus Christ preached more on hell than any prophet in the Bible. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Why? Because he loves us and he wants to save us from that awful place so that we can go to heaven when we die. Jesus Christ said in one sermon in Matthew 18.8, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed, rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Also, the Bible states in Revelation 21.8, 
but the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and uh, whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now, hell is bad news, dear friend, but I have some good news for you. You don't have to go to hell when you die. You can go to heaven. For Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world, that includes you, that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And just believe in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe that he died for your sins, he suffered, he bled, and he died for your sins and for mine. And for everybody in the world, he was buried and he rose from the dead by the power of God for you so that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul, and he will save you. Romans 10:9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. So dear friend, if you want to trust Christ as your Savior today so that you can avoid going to hell and go to heaven when you die, Pray this simple prayer with me called the Sinner's Prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart, believing in your heart on Jesus Christ who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I realize that I am a sinner and that I have done some bad things in my life. I am sorry for my sins and today I choose to turn from my sins with your help. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins. I believe with all of my heart that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried and rose on the third day. I do believe with all of my heart on the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins past. Help me to turn from my evil life and to follow you in the new life. 
Lord Jesus. For it is in your name I pray. Amen. Dear friend, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my pamphlet titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trust that Jesus Christ is your Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good is my prayer.